So good to see you in the house uh, of the Lord. Uh, it's good to be back with you. Uh, people have asked me, um, how was vacation? And I just want to set the record straight. Virginia was on vacation. I was in some intense classes, but we did have an opportunity to uh, experience the evenings together. So it was, it was wonderful. And I want to just thank you for being a good church. Uh, while I was away, I know you had a great message from Pastor Ralph, a good message from Pastor Tyrone. Uh, wonderful. And so thank you for just being faithful, being committed, just being people that's open to hear what the Word of God uh, says and apply it uh, to our lives. So God bless you. I do want to note a couple of things that's going to be happening on Friday, August the 19th. Uh, there will be a blood drive. Red Cross is doing a blood drive in the building. And so if, you, if you're uh, able uh, to come and donate blood, I'm sure our community will thank you and uh, the needs that there are around in our county. So that'll be in the building <clears throat> on Friday, August 19th. Also that same day, Friday the 19th, we'll be doing another gas giveaway where we'll have some people planted at some gas stations. And when they pull up, just bless the socks off of them and let them know that we're going to be paying uh, uh, for, their, for their gas. If you want to be part of any of those things, you can go to the website and get the information also there at the, uh, at the Connect table. Thank you for your generosity. Uh, we have uh, really been able to do just quite a bit of stuff of late. You're going to see some pictures here of where some folks from the We Love Our City team went to DCS to be a blessing to those who work in children's services, prayed for them, bless them, thank them for what they're doing in our community, working with foster children and the various things, those families that need someone to come alongside side of them. So, so your generosity has done that. We just had a team that came back late last night uh, from Puerto Rico where they served over there in the local church. We've done some building and, and uh, they just gave me some good reports in the green room uh, between services. Uh, we had a team that left at 2 o'clock this morning on their way to South Africa uh, to be there with Pastor Rabonda. Pastor Norman is flying in from India. They're going to be dedicating a building that, because of your generosity, CTC built that expands their church, their children's ministry, classrooms. So we're very excited about what they're going to be doing uh, doing there. I don't know how many of you were able to see the live stream of Pastor Philip and Billy there at, uh, was it scare, some, what's the name of that? Oh, they were in a theater there in uh, Nashville, Mockingbird Theater. They'd done a live stream with Consumed by Fire. They'd already done some recording uh, the day before, and then they actually performed those songs live stream uh, yesterday night. I'm so proud of them and what God has used them uh, to do. And so, so just been a, been a good week. All of this is because of generosity, because of giving, because of your love for the local church, your love for Jesus, honestly. It's, it starts with, right there with being obedient to him, knowing God's heart, forgiving, and generosity. So thank you for, for doing just that. I'm going to pray, and then we're going to dive right on into the Word. I'm definitely going to be doing more teaching uh, today than, than preaching, but looking forward to how the Lord speaks to you from the message we got. So if you don't mind bowing with me, Father, I thank you for this opportunity we have to bring forth the Word. Lord, I certainly really, really was blessed by the reception of the message with the first service. I pray that you help me to communicate it just as clearly 
uh, to this congregation. And I pray that our minds, hearts, ears are open to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to us. <clears throat> Lord, as you know, our heart's desires for every local church in this city. We pray for local churches. We pray, Lord God, that you would protect them and cover them and help them. Even in times of crisis, Lord Jesus, be with the pastor and the leadership team. That the name of the Lord will be acknowledged and the church of the Lord Jesus Christ will be honored as a people who love, a people who care, and people who will do right. Lord, I pray for every person who's going to garnish the pulpit today, that you will anoint them to speak with clarity and to preach the gospel. We pray for Maranatha Church, Baptist Church, their family, the pastor, sorry, and his family and his team. Lord, I pray you help them in their part of, vine of the vineyard. Lord, we thank you for service that we can do, that we can give, a life that we can surrender. In Christ's name we pray. Can you say amen? Amen. <clears throat> if you don't mind, will you take out your Bible and stand? We're going to go to Romans chapter 7. <clears throat> I'm actually going to preach through the whole chapter, which is, you know, a bit challenging indeed, but um, I'm believing that you'll receive the message. We're only going to read, though, from verses 15 down through 25, and I think I'll note verse 1 of Romans 8. Romans chapter 7, verse 15, over into Romans chapter 8 and the first verse. If you have it, can you say amen? amen. should be on the screen in ESV. Verse 15, for I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do, not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. Verse one, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Can you say amen? Amen, amen. amen. You, can be, you can be seated. The first revelation of this story about a, a young lady named Amanda, Amanda Windler, was posted in Washington, the Washington Post in 2016. I, I, didn't, I didn't write down the exact date, but 2016, the, the title of the article is How's Amanda? The Story of Truth, Lies, and an American Addiction. I, I became aware 
of the story through uh, a movie uh, titled Four Good Days. And I, don't, I think the movie came out last couple years. It, it pretty much focuses in on two weeks of Amanda's life and her mother, Libby. Right from the beginning, you see, you see right in the early scenes that Amanda is fighting against every craving of her fleshly nature to stay clean from drugs. She's preparing or wants to prepare for some kind of new drug that they can give you that will, um, where you don't get high. I don't, now Trexone, I think, is how you say the name of it. But the thing is, she has to be clean for two weeks if there is any trace of drugs in her system. Once this, this now naltrexone hits her body, the withdrawal can be fatal. I mean, deadly. So she has to be completely clean before she does this. The doctor makes her aware, aware of it and let you know if you're not, you may not survive the withdrawal. And so she, her mother, through just uh, some tough scenes to watch, but you, you'll get it, um, finally allows her to come into the house because she's been through this nine times with her. So she allows her to come into the house to work through this process for two weeks. Where the movie picks up is that she has to remain clean for four more days. Four more days. Now, the article will let you know that she has been, this, this addiction that she has started in her senior year of high school. She had a snowmobile accident and the doctor prescribed her 120 tablets of Vicodin just for a minor snowmobile accident. She found out that not only was it chasing away the pain, but it was chasing away the pain and anger that she had over her parents' divorce. And it was chasing away her depression. It was chasing away the ADHD, chasing away the self-doubt. And she soon became increasingly dependent on the pills. We pick up the story 11 years, five months, and 14 days later. Through that process, she says, Every day I promise to quit. She talks about going to therapy and the group counseling, inpatient centers, outpatient centers. She had ran up, up to $50,000 worth of debt, paying for wellness treatments and even sleeping on cots in hallways of places where they had waiting lists to get into these centers. She tried flushing all of her supplies down a commode and erasing all numbers out of her phone so she wouldn't call anyone. Waiting on long lists to get into detox, even showed up at a psych ward 
telling them that she wanted to commit suicide just so she can be in a place away from where she could get something. She said she searched for God through 12-step meetings and instead just found new dealers, tried methadone and suboxone. I'm not sure if I'm saying all these right, but some synthetic opiates. And in, instead of them treating her, she learned how to abuse them to get high. When we meet her at 31, I think, at 30 in the movie, she has no job, uh, no high school diploma, no car, no money. And during that two-week period of, of, of attempting to stay clean, her mother takes, us, takes her to the dentist where <clears throat> the dentist has to replace 28 of her teeth that's decayed because of neglect and the drug use. She gets to see her nine-year-old twin sons that she hadn't seen for quite some time. She, when she was in high school, she actually was a model, but now her gums are swollen and obviously has marks all over her body and arms being bruised with needles. And every time she looks at herself, it just triggers shame and triggers regret. What, what you see is, is the pain of someone doing wrong that has every desire to do right. Every desire to do right. See, a, 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 a young lady, been addicted for over 11 years and where she's spoiled her life and wants to do right and keeps failing, keeps doing